Good morning, everyone. Aurora here with Supercharged Science, homeschool science tips and resources for K-12 homeschooling kids. You can always learn more about me at superchargedscience.com. Today we're going to be talking about the most, I've got seven points here, the most important things to keep in mind when you start your homeschooling year. And if you're serious about doing homeschooling and you need some help and you'd like some resources and you want some help in doing that, you don't have time, skill, energy, whatever, you can go to superchargedscience.com and you'll find a, a free, free downloads there. It tells you exactly what you need to uh, teach this year for science and a lot of great resources and tips. So if you're serious about taking a deeper dive, you can also get, um, check out the whole online science school that I have just for um, just for homeschooling kids and so you can check that out at www.superchargedscience.com okay so today we're going to be talking about the seven most important or the, the top tips that I have the seven top tips for getting started with homeschooling so uh, number one is kids love stories and if it's not just handing a kid a book um, and honestly a lot of the books out there are just absolute junk today and that's not what we're talking about we're not talking about the eye candy that's just pure entertainment we're talking about learning lessons through stories you know kids love stories every time there's like a story hour there's flocks of kids at the library every time I sit down at a and I start to tell um, stories to kids, I always get little kids um, that are edging closer and closer and you can tell they're listening even though they're over here. So um, the more that you can engage your kids with meaningful stories, uh, in your lessons, um, the more they're going to incorporate those lessons. You know, Albert Einstein said you want your kids to be intelligent. Um, uh, we just read them fairy tales. If you want them to be even more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. And because they serve very special purposes in uh, their development. So I would encourage you to incorporate stories as much as you can. Now, you don't have to make up stories. You could read them out loud and kind of improvise as you go. Uh, but it's actually one of the biggest tools that I have when I'm teaching my kids. Um, number two, get into nature. We're outside today for a reason. Um, I was gonna show you my beautiful grapes <laughs> that the deer apparently ate last night. So, <laughs> but, but getting out in nature, I, um, it, after kids are outside, uh, I want to say three things at once, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, they've got these huge smiles on their faces, their cheeks are rosy, and they just look healthy and vibrant. And so being outside provides so much opportunity for kids to have, uh, to explore, to discover, and just to get unplugged away from a screen. I know you're watching me on a screen right now, but get your kids outside and just taking a breath of air because that's the way the world really is. Uh, we want our kids out there with a microscope. We want them in the telescopes, looking at the stars. We want them outside experiencing life. And so by getting your kids out in nature, that's an, uh, make that incorporate that as in part of your daily routine. We actually go outside two, maybe five times a day, depending on uh, what we're doing. So uh, tip number three, this one's going to sound weird coming from a science teacher, uh, but it's art, actually. Art, art, art. <laughs> and I don't mean paint by number. I don't mean step-by-step -step videos on how to build a project. I mean unstructured, creative expression, do whatever feels natural to you and just explore and discover. And it actually helps you on the science side, believe it or not. Um, and kids actually use their creativity, their imagination, their innovation to try things 
And if you don't like it, you paint over it. And it's just, it gives them an opportunity to um, to really dive into self-expression. If kids think of, don't think of themselves as artsy or crafty, um, it's not about that. It's not about creating the product. It's more, it's uh, it's like the difference between taking a real photograph of someone versus, and just snapping a picture versus setting everything up and getting everything perfect and making sure, you know, the balance in the picture is right and the, the temperature of the shadows are just right. It's, it's not about that. It's about um, it's about capturing the moment and just expressing whatever comes natural to you. And so I would encourage that. So we have kids love stories, getting outside in nature, art. Okay, number four. How are we doing so far? You guys doing okay? <laughs> okay, number four, we're kind of shifting gears here now. Um, childhood is not a race. Um, there's so much push, push, push for kids to do everything better, faster, and sooner. You know, kids are reading at age three now, and it's crazy. And um, kids in big cities, they're going, um, they're starting their adolescence. They're um, at age nine and eight, and even younger. Um, it, childhood is not a race. You want to preserve that as much as you can. You've never, um, often adults are like, oh, childhood. You know, if they had a good childhood, they they have this far away look in their eyes, like, oh, I just wish I could go back there, right? So that's what we want to cultivate for our kids. We want to prolong that as much as possible to give our kids the biggest, best foundation at, that they can have when they grow. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. So remember, kids are more different on the inside than they appear to be on the outside. So the way kids look, you know, this one has red hair and brown hair, and this one has, you know, freckles and no freckles. This one's, you know, 4'10", this one's three foot six. So as different as that is, they're even more different on the inside. And so that difference is what gets cultivated and um, developed during childhood, and you don't want to rush that process. And so just letting that unfold naturally. Um, tip number five you need to be a role model for your kids. And by role model, I don't mean sitting down and lecturing or figuring out exactly a curriculum that is built on character traits. I mean stepping up and doing life with integrity and doing it your way. So, um, you know, babies didn't learn to walk and talk because you handed them a manual or you taught them, okay, now, now you're going to put this foot forward. Okay, no, 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 you're doing it too fast. Oh, oh, now you need to do this. Oh, now be careful. Oh, now you're leaning too... <laughs> You didn't do that with a baby. Baby just sat there with the big eyes and just like stared at you, right? Until you got it. Okay, so so same thing is true with role modeling. You know, today in today's society, kids are among more kids more than they ever have been before in history. And what that means is there are less adults available to serve as role models and to show them how to do life, how to do things, how to behave, how to interact, relationships, tons of stuff, right? Leadership and nutrition. So there are less adults available. So where are kids getting their, um, their lessons on how to do life? They're getting it through social media. They're getting it through um, the internet, through entertainment, through videos, through movies, through e even through books. Um, we uh, had George, uh, what's it called, Curious George books when my kids were five. And all of a sudden, I don't know why I was surprised, but I had this naughty little monkey running all over the house. Why? I mean, the books are great. They're not great kids' books, um, for my kids anyway. Uh, they're great for adults who understand irony, who understand what exactly is going on in the bigger picture. But for kids, they're looking at George. 
George and they're like, oh, that's how I should act. I'm going to dump all the paint on the floor. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so you want to take a look. Where are your kids getting their input from? What kind of role models are they learning from? Who are their heroes? Because that's the behavior they're going to be emulating. That's what you're going to be seeing. So if, they're, if they have a lot of violence in them, if they have a lot of anger, you're going to be seeing that because kids are thinking, oh, that's what I should be doing. That is their primary influence. So as a parent, you're homeschooling for good reason. You are. Uh, this is your chance, your opportunity to play with your kids, to step up. And you don't have to be in their face all the time, but you are the, the center of gravity in the home environment. And so by enabling them to see how you do life, they will begin to model that as well. Now, if you haven't been doing that, don't, don't stress, don't worry. Um, you just want to start to bring that more into your everyday routines and know that it's going to take a while. This is not an overnight change. Um, if your kids have been tearing around the buildings and tearing around the house like, you know, the Captain Avenger or whatever it is, um, you know, there's a reason for that. So you want to take a look. It's important to have healthy role models and role models that usually come from um, the entertainment industry don't necessarily have the, I mean, they're in the entertainment industry because that's what they're, they're selling, right? So they're creating things to make money. Um, that's not necessarily the type of role models that you want your kids to emulate. So, um, you know, boys between the ages of 14 to 18, we've got two of them right now, uh, we don't let them hang around other teenage boys as much as we do let them hang around men. And so we engage them in activities that have a lot of great role models that are men that show them how to do that and, um, and have healthy relationships that way. Okay, uh, number six, get your routine down. <laughs> so now, you know, of course you can think of bedtime and, and story, um, story time and uh, brushing teeth time and meal time. Those are routines. But what about one-on-one -on -one time? What about things like snuggling up time? What about taking five and just taking a walk around the house time? You know, there's all kinds of little routines you can build in that will satisfy your child's needs and really help them along so they are calm, centered, nurtured, and just happy. Um, you know, for example, Gandhi, uh, Gandhi's grandson, I actually got to hear him speak one time. He said his favorite time was once a week, uh, Gandhi would take 20 minutes just to be with him. And there was nothing else. He had tons of people that wanted his attention, but he said those 20 minutes were what he looked forward to all week. And it didn't matter that he had to wait six days and whatever hours for that to come around, but that was his favorite amount of time. Okay, number seven is actually for you, the parents. Whether you're a mom or dad or grandparent or aunt or uncle, you're the one that's doing the homeschooling. You gotta take care of yourself. If you got nothing in the tank, you can't give it, right? Uh, for uh, but you gotta keep track of where what's working. And you know what? Mom came up to me the other day and she said, "Hey, super mom, how's it going?" And I actually cringed. And I was like, "Ooh," and I'm like, "Super mom, I don't relate to that at all." Yeah, I do a lot, but at the end of the day. I'm just a, a person who loves their family, and I love giving and growing and sharing. I have been doing supercharged science for 20 years just because I love learning this stuff so much so I can share it with others. And so that's my motivation. That's what really gets me going. Um, I loved babysitting when I before I had kids so I could practice on other people's kids. I love being a teacher so I could practice on other people's kids. <laughs> and so when I had my own, I'd know what I was doing. Uh, well, and then, you know, my kids came along and it was a brand new surprise. I was like, wow, I never babysat those types of kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so long story short, you definitely want to do whatever it is that really um, refills you and fills your tank. For me, it's being around other people, it's exercise. So those are things that I really like doing. 
um, and taking care of myself so there's more to give. So um, again, tip number one, you love, kids love stories. Tip number two, get into nature. Number three, art and expression. Uh, number four, childhood is not a race. Number five, be your kid's role model. Be their hero. Dads, um, be their hero. Moms, be their hero. Um, number six, get your routine down. Uh, number seven, get help and take care of yourself. Use that washing machine as much as possible. <laughs> I don't know how our ancestors did it without air conditioning, without refrigerators. <laughs> I have no idea. And I am super, super grateful to be living in this day and age today because, um, you know, if we had to grow our own food, I'm pretty sure we'd starve. <laughs> so I see what our grocery bill looks like. So I hope this has been helpful. We are going to be starting our school year off. Um, if you are um, like what you've heard and you'd like more, go to superchargedscience.com. You will find more homeschooling resources, more things that you can download. Um, on the first main page, when you get to superchargedscience.com, there are these four orange buttons. You click the one that is the appropriate, uh, I was going to say approximate grade level for your kids. And then you can click on that download and it has exactly what science topics you need to be teaching your kids. If when you look through this or even if you're before you look through it and you're thinking oh I do not have enough time I don't have the skill set I'm really not interested in teaching science because I got to tell you it's hard you know I teach people how to teach science all the time but at the end of the day there's a lot that goes into it you know you it's more than just paper airplanes it's more than just watching YouTube videos and so science is um, there are certain principles that you do in a certain order in a certain way um, a science curriculum is not letting my kids watch science videos on YouTube because obviously there's a lot on YouTube I don't want my kids to be watching so it's not a safe environment for them and I don't know who these people are I don't know what their values are I and they're gonna be spending a lot of time learning from these people I don't I don't necessarily know that that's the best use of my kids' time. Um, so there is a certain scope and sequence to this. Uh, myself, I taught mechanical engineering at Cal Poly. I did PhD work at Stanford University. I worked for NASA. I did um, high school and college at the same time. You can read all about my bio. It's, I was pretty much an overachiever beyond limits. You know, I, I was the highest GPA in my whole class. Um, but all that means nothing at the end of the day if it just stops with me. So my job is, and what my mission is to share my passion of science, my love of nature, and the world around us with as many people as possible. And over the past 20 years, I've made this curriculum available to folks. Actually, it was by accident. People started using my personal notes. I put my personal notes online, not thinking anybody would ever see them, and people started using them. <laughs> and then they started asking questions like, hey, do you have more lessons? Or hey, do you have a lesson in this? And I'm like, why are you reading my notes? <laughs> so homeschooling homeschoolers kind of picked me um and so i'm happy to to help out in any way that i can so the if you'd like to take the deep dive, if you want to take the pressure off, know your science is totally handled. We actually have an annual sale going on right now. Um, you can check that out by being on our website. Oh, no, actually, you can't. We don't announce it. Um, if you're on our email list, you will have gotten the discount. Um, the I think it's 70% off uh, that we send out for email. So um, get on our email list. I'm doing a class in chemistry. It's free. It's online. Make sure you get on our email list as well on superchargedscience.com. That is, the I think, the 11th of... Um, the, maybe it's the 11th or the 12th. I forget. Anyway, it's being scheduled. We're getting, we're ramping up for New Year. We've got a ton of new stuff. Um, we actually have 100 new uh, chemistry videos that are coming out, and uh, as well as biology. And we actually have a whole new sequence that we're starting in electronics and electricity and robotics, um, because that's where the best jobs are. So we want these kids to be prepared. So if you need help with science, if you the science is not your thing, or you just don't even know where to start, go to superchargedscience.com. We'll take 
take care of you just like your family and we'd love to um, have you as part of our um, part of our students um, we have students from all over the world we have students um, that's actually why everything's recorded um, and live 24-7 uh, because we have people from the UK, people from Australia, people from China and Japan and Indonesia and the Philippines, Singapore, Egypt, a um, uh, number of countries in Africa and so everybody's on there and so I want to say we have 25 or 30,000 um, people that are using our stuff so if you'd like to join our family we'd love to have you as part of it and you can go at your own pace which is great so if you found this useful go ahead and share this video with someone else for the top homeschooling tips so they can also benefit as well and I will see you guys soon take care